Hello, and welcome to Your Physical Education, a podcast. In episode three, Nancy and I talk about cardiovascular exercise and the adaptations that cardiovascular exercise causes in the body to improve your health and overall fitness. Cardiovascular exercise is necessary even for those of you in the strength community. It's important just for basic health as well as performance. And we'll talk about how cardiovascular exercise has even improved the performance of some of my strength-only athletes. about strength training versus cardio we often characterize exercises based on whether they are designed to build strength or improve your cardiovascular fitness but are they really different well it's a good question the truth is most exercise improves both so unless you're in the gym lifting super heavy weights or you're you know on the treadmill running you're going to be improving qualities that encompass both strength and uh, cardiovascular fitness. So typically what we think of when we say cardiovascular exercise is it's usually a single exercise mode that elevates the heart rate and can be sustained over a long period of time. The primary goal is improving the function of the heart and lungs, but wait, there's more. (laughs) When we talk Mm -hmm. about cardiovascular or aerobic fitness, what we mean is this, the ability of your heart and lungs to deliver oxygen and nutrients to and eliminate carbon dioxide and waste from your muscles and organs. So we're talking about not just your heart and lungs, we're talking about your blood vessels. In the last episode, we talked about capillarization of your muscles and your organs, which means all those tiny little blood vessels that deliver nutrients and take waste away from your muscles and organs, those capillary beds actually expand. Um, They get longer, they um, get into more of the tissue. So you get a lot more of that nutrient delivery and waste removal. And that's primarily the function of long duration cardiovascular exercise. Some of that happens with strength training and other kinds of exercise, but that's probably the main reason why cardiovascular exercise improves your health. So is all cardio created equal? And what about those who say they can get your cardio done more quickly if you do it at a higher intensity? Well, when we're talking about improving the cardiovascular system, I want to talk about the fitness of your heart, your circulatory system, your lungs, your cells, and aerobic training does a lot of things. Like we just said, it increases the number of capillaries in your muscles and organs, but it also increases your blood volume lowers your blood pressure, lowers your heart rate, increases lung capacity, uh, and increases uh, utilization of fat metabolism. Um, It does that by increasing the number of mitochondria in the cells. As we all know, mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And in folks that are not in great shape, they have a tendency to burn more sugar for energy. And then those that when that sugar is depleted, they get fatigued in between the time it takes the cells to switch over to fat metabolism. We want our bodies to shift into fat metabolism relatively quickly. That's what makes us feel like we can keep working. Whereas if we're out of shape, we'll have a tendency to blow through that sugar very quickly, not really get into our fat metabolism and just feel tired all the time. So in order for those things to happen, the most efficient way of doing that is not 
high intensity interval training. It's lower intensity, longer duration aerobic training, short duration, high intensity cardiovascular exercise, like, you know, uh, Tabata intervals or any of those things, they can boost metabolic adaptations, but it's not as effective because the truth is you can't sustain that kind of exercise for long periods of time. Additionally, um, because that sort of more high intensity exercise does not do the longer duration, you're not strengthening the associated muscles and connective tissue. So overall, the longer duration, lower intensity stuff is, is far more effective again, for those long-term structural changes, not just the muscle and uh, uh, connective tissue strength, but also, again, laying down those capillary beds. And also, let's be honest, it's a lot more psychologically easy to go for a 45-minute walk than do burpees for 10 minutes. I mean, (laughs) I don't know about you, but (laughs) I'd much rather go for a 45-minute walk than do burpees for any amount of time. I 100% agree with that. Um, of course, as we know, runners have strong legs, swimmers have strong upper bodies, and cross-country skiers and rowers are generally strong all over. So if there's so much carryover, why do we need to do cardiovascular exercise? Can't we just strength train? I guess we could, but cardio is so much better at these adaptations. Cells in, uh, develop an increased capacity to utilize oxygen and get rid of carbon dioxide. That's actually what your VO2 max is. Um, They also get better at buffering lactic acid and use nutrients more efficiently because they increase the number of aerobic enzymes and mitochondria. I often think about aerobic fitness as medicine because it enables your body to nourish and clean itself from the inside out as efficiently as possible. So when your circulatory system is working optimally, everything runs better. You feel better. You think clearly and you have more energy. You can more effectively deliver oxygen and nutrients to working muscles and organs and work becomes easier. It can lower your resting heart rate, your blood pressure and your stress levels. And most importantly, and this is so important to all of us, it makes you less vulnerable to fatigue, which let's get back to this. It makes strength training easier. And I'll tell you a short anecdote, which I've actually seen apply to a whole lot of the people I've trained. I've, um, as a weightlifting coach, my typical weightlifting and powerlifting sessions last anywhere between an hour and a half to two hours. And I've had a lot of folks come to me from different kinds of backgrounds, some from CrossFit, some from just, they just wanted to learn how to lift. But what a lot of these folks lack was a cardio base. And so we'd get about an hour into a session and they'd run out of gas. They just couldn't do anymore. And so the thing that I prescribe for most of these people is cardio, you know, get on the rower twice a week for 45 minutes and every single time they're successful. And then the flip side of that is when I have people come to me from an endurance background, they have no problem with those long two hour sessions. You know, we may need to work a little bit more on their strength, especially upper body strength, unless they're a swimmer. And then I don't have to work on much at all, Mm -hmm. but it's that cardiovascular training base that actually allows them to train longer in those pretty intense strength training sessions. Aerobic fitness improves strength training in training in general. And I've had that same experience. I have clients who come in and, you know, they, they want to do a lot of intervals. I've noticed they just need more rest. 
And then we have the talk about you need more, you know, a cardio base, but that cardio base is exactly what you said. I always see it. Those that come in with that cardio base can hang longer. You know, increasing your cardiovascular fitness will help you with longer duration strength and conditioning sessions. I love that boxers run, you know, and they are hardcore athletes, but they run so that they can hang there for all those rounds of intense, you know, work. So, you know, to enhance their ability to endure long training sessions and all of my strength athletes train far more effectively with an aerobic base. And I had one client also three times a week and he just, he was never able to recover. He was having a hard time recovering, but between exercises and finally I kind of made it lay down the law and said, you have got to get on that. He has a, a bike, a recumbent bike. You've got to get on that you know, and try three times a week. And, you know, he followed my direction. He got a much better base and things were much easier to get through when we were training. So, and I, like you don't want to do 10 minutes of burpees. I'll take an hour walk every day of the week over that. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, so a lot of folks often wonder like what counts as, you know, aerobic fitness, because if you read the CDC recommendations, you're going to see like 45 minutes, um, you know, moderate to intense intensity, three to five days a week. And I think that's scary to a lot of people. But what they also say is that any amount in the beginning is great. So, you know, walk your dog, walk your kids, walk yourself. I think walking for 20 to 30 minutes, if you can do it daily, great. If you can do it three days a week, great. But that's like a really great place to start. And eventually you want to get to where you're doing 30 to 45 minutes, three to five days a week. And that's where I think wearing a pedometer can be really helpful. You know, that 10,000 steps, 5,000 to 10,000 steps a day is a really great goal because if you're moving at a low intensity, you are still creating all of those adaptations, like we said, rather than just sitting on the couch. And so if you can, throughout the course of your day, accumulate that, then that's going to get you started to where you can start engaging in more longer duration, maybe a little higher intensity work. You know, I want to say something about walking. I stumbled into walking as my main form of endurance training because of I was kind of battling some overuse injuries over the past few years. And the one thing I could do is walk. And I thought, well, I'll get back to it once, you know, well, you know, more and more time passed and the walking was working. I felt so much better, you know, my, and I just would check my resting heart rate, everything maintained. So I was sold. And now, you know, it's the, when someone walks through my door, I'm like, walking should be the base for everyone. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, and let's get back to talking about aerobics classes. And I think they're fantastic. And so many people have fun attending, you know, step or Zumba. I think the mistake that's made, and I apologize, my dog keeps um, shaking. Um, (laughs) I think the mistake that's made is that I think sometimes, you know, like we were talking about, like that soul cycle, you know, spinning class with arm raises or whatever. And, and some of the step classes, and they will say, oh, here we are, we're strengthening our upper body when they're, when they're really not. But I don't want to discount the fact that it's a great way to get your heart rate up for an hour. It's fun. It's social. So doing aerobics classes at the gym is just a fantastic way to get that exercise to just improve your basic health. I 100% agree with that as a, you know, old school aerobic teacher from the eighties, it was, it was fun. We loved it. You know, and we were getting a great workout. Like it doesn't, you don't have to be suffering for it to count. So I often say like, man, I feel like we were having more fun in the eighties. Well, we were, but (laughs) 
I mean, it, we, so our heart rates were up, we were working hard, but we were also having a lot of fun. So I'm all for, if someone loves to go to SoulCycle or Zumba, go for it, you know? And I get a little frustrated with people who think, no, that's just not hardcore and you gotta go, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Your heart, you know what I say? Like the heart doesn't know the difference of whether you're in aerobic class or you're running, the heart rate's up, that's all it knows. And that's what matters, you know? So it doesn't have to be this horrible, horrible endurance thing that you have to slog through. It can be fun. Exactly. And in a future episode, we will specifically talk about the magic of walking and why it is the perfect activity that we literally evolved to do. And I want to recommend a book before we go here. Um, a neuroscientist, Shane O'Mara, wrote a wonderful book. It's called In Praise of Walking. And he starts off with evolution. Why don't trees have a brain? Why we have brains? And it all has to do with the fact that we move. He talks about just overall health, cognition, the fact that just basic walking even um, helps us grow new brain cells, which I didn't know was possible, but apparently it is. Oh. But <laughs> we're getting smarter while we're walking. Yeah, exactly. So we will uh, be hitting that in a couple more episodes, but our next episode, we're going to talk about endurance which is the combination of strength and cardio and why it's so important for us. Mm -hmm.